singing i would like that chorus to be put up there pastor every song that we sang this morning had such a deep meaning and such a deep message and that is the core that you will find in the message that i have to share this morning i know this is the lord's doing and this is what he has done and he brought this word to pass every word that's in this bible is powerful it's tremendous but god brings a timely word and so we we look for a word in season and we know the season that we are living in so this is why the lord has brought this word before we go to the word i'm just going to pray and ask him to bless it thank you father father i thank you lord that your word is true and it's the absolute truth of god heaven and earth will pass away but your word will never pass away and lord we hold on to your word father because you alone have the words of eternal life and this morning father i pray that you would bless it father holy spirit come oh lord and take this word father and make it alive i ask you lord you you'd work in each one of us here lord for without you we can do nothing we give you all the glory and honor in jesus name amen i'd like you to turn to the book of matthew chapter 24 and we'll read a few verses that's fine pastor good thank you pastor matthew 24 we'll read a few verses 3 4 and 5 and there are words there that are will stand out and those are the words that I want to speak on what jesus said we always go back to what jesus said and whatever jesus said you and i are meant to do and that's that's what it means to follow jesus we follow him by his word And as he sat upon the mount of olives the disciples came unto him privately saying tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world and Jesus answered and said unto them take heed that no man deceive you for many shall come in my name saying i am christ and shall deceive many The thing that struck me over here when I began to read this passage was we look to all the dramatic things that are happening the earthquakes the wars and things that really draw and grab our attention but we forget what Jesus said as the very first at the top of that list and he said take heed lest any man deceive you so you got to be careful of deception because deception is powerful it's so powerful that you think you're going down the right way when actually you're going down the wrong way the only answer to that is the word of god and as we sang this morning following jesus following jesus you must follow jesus and i must follow jesus and jesus said if you follow me you will not walk in darkness if you follow him you will walk in the light so there are places in the scripture where the disciples are asking Jesus the question what will be the sign of your coming and they asked Jesus this question very privately and Jesus begins to speak to them but if you look in the greek what the disciples are asking Jesus then we understand what they are saying and we'll get to know what the answers are so if you look at this words when what and the end of the world the word when in greek is porte it means exactly specifically we're not asking you lord just for some general answer but we want something very specific 
we want to know the sign give us the sign lord because we do not want many things together but give us that sign we want to know and then if you look at the word what it means tease or it's pronounced tease but it's written as t i s okay and that means the most minute minuscule detail so as disciples of jesus here we must be asking that question and learning what is the most important detail of that answer lord when you are coming and what should you and i do and if you look at the word end it says and when shall the end be it's a greek word which says suntelia the final wrap up of this age the final wrap up of this age not the world the translation in english uses the word world there are many other meanings for that word but it actually means the age because we know there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth so how wonderful it is to know we just got to go into the word if you are a seeker if you begin to seek god and you seek him through his word you will find the answer but if you are just reading casually we are not going to find the answers we will only be a very casual christian and that's a very dangerous christian if you're a casual christian the word age also in greek is eon it also means a period of time but it also means eternity do we get that so we got to understand the context of the scripture when you read the scripture you can go off track and you can be misled because you're not come to the lord you've not really come to the cross you've not come to the way and you've not received the spirit of god who is your real teacher no man can really be a teacher i am not your teacher but the holy spirit is your teacher he will teach you and he will lead you and he will guide you it is crucial that as we go along this journey that you ought to be very careful how you follow jesus because many people are being misled and they are being deceived really the whole title of the sermon was deception i said lord i really don't know what to to title the sermon but i'll leave it to the people what they hear this morning because jesus said take heed lest a man deceive you so do not put a man on a pedestal do not give him a position do not give him a place because one day that man will disappoint you and i can disappoint you absolutely i have disappointed many people and i know that it's a weakness of my flesh but praise the lord what he does he brings me back amen and he'll bring you back and that's what we 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 sang this morning following jesus every day nothing can harm me when he leads the way darkness or sunshine whatever befall jesus the shepherd jesus is the shepherd he is my all in all and let him be your shepherd this morning so jesus gives them this answer and that's the answer that i will share a little bit on there's so much to share on that word deception you know we can sit down literally the whole day i actually wanted to lock these doors because if if this goes too long i do not want you to go out not because of me speaking but i want you to grasp this word if you grasp this word and let the spirit of god deal with you i know your life will change not because of me because the word of god will change you so jesus gave the disciples the answer to the most significant sign and also he told them many other events that follow but the one that we often miss 
as I said before, is because we love to see, like Hollywood, we want to see action. But this is the most serious place, and that is deception. Be careful that no man deceives you. Deception tops the list, has always been at the top from the beginning, as we heard from the Garden of Eden. It began there, and it's continuing right to the end. It parallels always with the coming of Jesus Christ. With the coming, his coming is drawing nearer. When his coming becomes nearer and closer, deception begins to increase more. Because Satan knows his time is running out. The only way to get hold of your soul is to deceive you. And if you are slack concerning your faith and not obeying the word of God, then you are going to be sidetracked. And I will be sidetracked. But praise God again for the Holy Spirit. I'll never leave this word with, with a gloomy uh, message because there's always, always great hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's always repentance. You can always repent and come back to the Lord. He offers you repentance. And if a Christian says, I do not need to repent, it's very sad that Christian has n truly never come to Christ. He has never known him. So there are several or rather hundreds of scriptures regarding deception. You can go and read them, start digging into them, looking at them and being very careful because your journey onto the promised land is very crucial. It's very important. You can have pitfalls. You can be sidetracked. But what's very important is that you need to come back. The word deception in Greek is plano. P-L-A-N-O, plano. It means to slowly lead off track. Now you see. Slowly lead off track. It describes a person who has been following a path for so many years that even if you blindfolded him, he would still know that path and he would be able to walk down that path blindfolded. But because of deception, he can go off track. And when he goes off track, he's now not following in the path. And how dangerous that would seem. The real term that was used here was speaking of, of farmers. He spoke of a shepherd. The shepherd knows when an animal will go off track. An animal loses its way home because instead of coming home in the right track, it starts getting misled. Something distracts it and it goes off that path and finally it goes too far that it is lost. And then there does not seem to be a way home. How dangerous that this can be in your Christian journey and my Christian journey. And this is what shook me up. So, if you look at it, now we understand why did Jesus put this at the top of the list? It is most important. The other things that are going to happen in the world are not going to affect your eternity. But deception will affect your eternity. It will decide your destiny. Jesus is the only good shepherd. He is the only great shepherd. He is the true shepherd of your soul. And if he is that shepherd of your soul, then you have nothing to fear. No harm can come near or nigh you. Though it may come your way, you will always be able to overcome because he had overcome. Isaiah 53 and verse 6. We have read this several times. If you go to Isaiah chapter 53 and read verse 6, this is what Isaiah prophesied. He says, all we like sheep have gone astray. Is that right? We are like sheep. We need a shepherd. We have all gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. 
and the lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all which means we can turn someone else away a man can deceive you a man can lead you astray but god will never lead you astray jesus the good shepherd he will never lead you astray it means i will keep speaking this again and again you need to follow that good shepherd every song that we sang this morning was in tie with this message in christ alone my hope is found where is your hope found this morning if it's not found in the lord jesus christ i'm sorry you are going down the wrong path it has to be found in him and him alone you cannot add anything more to him you cannot remove from him blessed be his name the question to you this morning is do you know where you are on your journey can you examine your life to see where are you in your journey are you still in the path or have you been sidetracked have you gone off the path the only way to find that out is on your knees before the lord and with his word and he will begin to direct your heart and he will bring you back to path because jesus will go after that one lost sheep he will leave the 99 on the hill and he goes after the one lost sheep that is such a wonderful good shepherd we have signs are very crucial as you go down a road you keep seeing signs and if you say it's okay it's okay it's okay i can miss this one i can get the next one and you keep doing that all over at the end you will find you're not uh, reach your destination but if you look at the word in 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 the bible the word for signs is simeon okay it means a token that's what it means and if you miss that mark and you've reached the end of your journey it's over it's finished a lot of people have hit that dead end they've come to that point it's your last port your final destination and jesus speaks about this in the manner of the end times we have come almost to that final destination it's a last port you can see everything happening around you you know it is the last days in fact the world knows it is the last days i met an atheist who was talking to me he is only a temporary atheist i know that i know he is a temporary atheist because he knows the word of god he's read about jesus he says jesus is the only man i know is a good man the only problem i have with him is because he did some of the things in the old testament and he supported them as it is the same god of the old testament and the new testament because his judgment is so very sure he's showing you what is right and what is wrong so even the atheist is saying the christians are deceived he's in the world and he's saying the christians are deceived what about the people sitting in the church they think they are not deceived how careful we ought to be because we are neglecting the word of god so if you look in the scriptures and jesus used or or the disciples spoke about the last days that word last days is eschatos from where we get this word eschatology i don't as only what is this word lord yes we know it's the last days eschatos is like a document that says final port over after that there's no more and if you come to that final port in your journey everything clo- is closed and everything is finished we are in that final place but there is hope there is hope there is only one hope and that hope is through our lord and savior jesus christ many have not entered through the gate they have not entered through the door they have used many other means to try to get there on on their journey and there's a very good it's not a movie it's actually a revelation that jesus gave john bunyan it's called pilgrim's progress 
If you watch that, you will see how Christian on his journey, oftentimes he gets sidetracked. He gets deceived. He has pitfalls. But because he had gone to the cross and he had received salvation, the Lord would send people down his pathway to come and warn him. And that's what happens when you come into the house of God. When you come into this house, every time you go astray, the Lord will bring you back to your path. Fellowship is very important. If you begin to neglect fellowship, that's one of the areas the enemy can pick out the sheep. If that sheep is walking away from the flock, it's very easy for the wolf to come and snatch the sheep away. And we ought to be very careful that we stay within the fold and follow the good shepherd. So before your hearts continue to faint, or if you're already in a state where you're fainting, because you found, like we heard at the communion table, you've lost your relationship with the Lord. And what brother said at the start, he thought he made a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. He said, Adam did not go to the cemetery. Yeah? But many, he said, he's actually talking about the seminary. Was that right, brother? Yes. Many of the seminaries are like cemeteries. They preach knowledge and they distract you. Satan is even using seminaries. There were great big seminaries, scribes and Pharisees who all knew the word of God, but yet they never knew the path. It is like a seminary because the spirit of God is not there. People have not been searching the truth. They missed the Messiah. We do not want to go to a seminary and think we've got it all. A seminary can also mislead you. Remember the book of Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25, the scripture says, Wherefore, God, that is Yahweh, is also able to save them to the uttermost. He can save you to the uttermost, to those who come unto Yahweh by Jesus. If you come unto him by Yeshua, who is salvation, he can save you. If you try any other way, he cannot save you. It's not possible. You can be very sincere in your faith. Your faith can be so sincere, but your doctrine can be wrong. Because you're believing in the wrong stuff. You're not believing what is in the scriptures. And that is how you can get sidetracked and you can end up in hell. Hell is not a pretty place. If you want to speak about hell, I've asked the Lord many times. I said, Lord, would you show me a picture of hell? And when a picture of hell would appear to me in, in, in even a picture of hell, I would say, Lord, I don't want to see it. Because it's so terrible, it's so awful, it's a place of death. If you talk about death and decay, that is hell. But yet in hell there is consciousness. It's far greater than the miseries of this world. The misery of this world is nothing compared to hell. Hell can be magnified a million times and yet you would not be able to describe it. That's how terrible hell is. God does not want you to go there. He, does not, he did not create you to go there. But you have a choice to make and you can decide whether you want to follow Jesus. And following Jesus means you will face trials. You will face temptations. You will face hardships. There will be difficulties coming your way. But will your faith be anchored in him? Will your eyes be fixed on him? Or will you turn away? And so Jesus says, be careful that a man may deceive you. If he does not preach the true gospel, and the true gospel of Jesus Christ is take up your cross, but first deny yourself. Take up that cross and follow him, and you will enter into eternal life. 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. 
let's turn to that passage of scripture. It should be rather 2 Timothy, not 1, but sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. It says, this know also that in the last days, that's eschatos, the last days, perilous times shall come. That word perilous has been used only two times in the Bible. Only two times. It means kalipos in Greek. But it means dangerous times, hard times, difficult times, times that will be hard to bear. Do you find such a time today? When the time is so hard to bear, that we begin to cry and say, Lord, please come and take me home. I don't care what's happening in this world. Let them go, Lord, but you take me home. It's actually a very selfish prayer. Because there are so many who are dying and going down to lost eternity. And his love is so great. The love of the Father is so great that he does not even want one to be lost. For God is not willing that anyone should perish. But he is commanding everyone to repent. And repentance actually is going to begin with us. So we have come to that place. And it goes on to describe the different kinds of people that you will find in this world. And you can read them and see if you fit in any one of those categories. I don't have to meet all the categories. But if I do fit in one of those categories, then I need to be on my knees before the Lord. One category is enough. One of those characters is enough. To destroy my soul, you and I got to be so careful during our journey. How you live your Christ every day is your walk with Jesus. If you live with Jesus in his presence, you can walk with Jesus. If you're not living with Jesus in his presence, then there's another presence that will come to distract you and deceive you and take you off track. And so Jesus has listed this at the top. Take heed. Take heed, brothers and sisters. I can think of Paul crying out and weeping. He was weeping. He wasn't just crying. He was weeping for those who had gone away because he, know, he knew very well that they had walked down to the path of perdition. So these, this word perilous times has been used only twice in the Bible. And sometimes we wonder, if it's only used twice, we don't need to take care of it. We don't need to really bother about it. But sometimes the pearl is only one. It may be one, it may be two. You've got to go and find that out. Be very careful of perilous times. We can discern them very clearly. We are living in such days. The word of God begins to say that if you go down further in 2 Timothy chapter 3, and if you look at verse 10, or, or rather, sorry, verse 8, he speaks about two characters in the Bible, Jans and Jambre. And he speaks about them saying that the reason why all this happened to people, I'm not just going to mention these two people and the others, because they began to resist the truth. When you begin to resist the truth, which is the word of God, and above all, Jesus himself is the truth. When you begin to resist Jesus, you're resisting his word. When you begin to res resist his word, you're resisting him. They both go hand in hand together. So you cannot say, no, I'm not resisting Jesus, but you can keep resisting his word. When you resist his word, it means you resist the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And it goes on to say, they resisted the truth, the truth, and because they resisted the truth, 
their minds became corrupted and if your mind becomes corrupted in your mind you're beginning to wander off because wandering begins from your mind it begins with your thoughts it starts here and when it begins with your thoughts it then begins to become your action and because it begins to become your action it becomes to become your lifestyle and if it becomes your lifestyle then it becomes who you are and then you've come to a point in the journey in your life where you think it's too hard to go back because you've wandered too far do not wander from the fold do not wander from the good shepherd do not wander from his word because then you will become a reprobate you will become one whose mind is so corrupted that you think the wrong is right and the right is wrong today the world is in that state when the man thinks he's a woman and the woman thinks she's a man it goes even further when a human being thinks that now they are a cat or a dog is that not reprobate it would be so disgusting so disgusting to think that a person can become so far gone it all began here in the mind and finally it began to manifest in their body or in their lifestyle how terrible that state can be but just think about the church think about this and what jesus said take heed second timothy chapter 4 we'll go it's just the next page for some of you it's the next page it may be on the same page this is what timothy charges uh, sorry paul charges timothy and he speaks to him he says i charge thee therefore before god and the lord jesus christ remember god and the lord jesus christ are one they are absolutely one the word of yahweh and the word of yeshua is one jesus declared it that they are one so there's no one saying that jesus is just a prophet as people some of them say that's we know who they are the others believe that he is just an angel he's only an angel of god but jesus is the creator whatever jesus did god did whatever god did jesus did you cannot separate them jesus is the one who created all things god created all of them through jesus his son you cannot separate them in the creation blessed be the name of the lord so he charges timothy and says therefore before god and the lord jesus christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom he said preach the word the first command was preach the word don't preach stories don't preach fables don't tell them something just to give them some itching ears to make them comfortable in their seat he said preach the word he said be instant in season out of season he said reprove the church must reprove the church must rebuke and the church must exhort so when we do this it's we love one another that is the love of christ my brothers and sisters love is not just embracing you and saying come on into the house of god everything will be fine for you you can live as you are you can stay as you are but jesus still loves you as i drive down the road going towards work there's a church called st paul's church they put up big signs very often and they had the sign with all these colors the rainbow colors the rainbow belongs to the lord it belongs to him it belongs to yahweh they have abused it they have misused it they got their god is love and everyone is loved 
absolutely true but what is the message that they have been portraying there's a subtle message behind that that when they pass by it they understand that message that god loves them too and they can continue to remain as they are you cannot jesus did not save you to leave you in your sin he saved you from your sin that you go and sin no more you cannot continue in that state and that message <coughs> pardon me is so subtle those who know the word of god if you know what the word of god is and what the word of god says you know that god does love them he wants them to be saved he wants them to come to the truth he wants them to come out of the state that they are in and come into salvation but they are receiving a wrong message that is a sign it's a token up there and many are being deceived so that they can continue in sin and if you look on the other hands the others will look at the people who are the lgbtiq and they say they are sinners it's okay i can live in adultery i can live with a woman because it's not sin that is sin and they point out to that another one lives in fornication and he thinks that is a sin i'm not living in sin he is also in sin because it's not only the homosexuals who will not enter the kingdom of god but the adulterers and the fornicators they will also not enter the kingdom of god be careful be careful brothers and sisters if you think that you will be accepted before god extra sure no matter how you live and no matter what you do because you do not identify with that community i'm sorry you are living in the same state of sin just as them because in the eyes of god sin is sin there are no degrees of sin there are no categories of sin there are no levels of sin but sin is sin in the eyes of god there's only one sin that cannot be forgiven and that sin is when you blaspheme the holy spirit be careful of that sin because that sin will lead unto death every other sin god is able to forgive but the blasphemy against the holy spirit is the final call and that is finished you are handed over into the hands of satan and P paul begins to say for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine he doesn't just use the word doctrine he says sound doctrine a doctrine that will penetrate your heart a doctrine that will transform your life that is sound doctrine we can have doctrine but we don't have to follow it and that is not sound doctrine but sound doctrine is when you obey when you do what he said you hear it and you do it i believe that's what it means you hear the sound and then you do it sound doctrine but after their own lust they shall heap up to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables so think of you going down this path and someone comes down that way and he tells you something else that is not true and you'll begin to lend your ears to him because it's very comfortable and that's what happened to christian down this journey in pilgrim's progress they said this is a shorter cut this is an easier way the celestial city is just over there but you can use this path because this path is shorter and this path is easier so you can begin to do this and so christian says okay let me follow down that path and he jumps over the fence and he goes off the path and then he ends up in trouble but because he had entered through the gate 
the Lord, the good shepherd, comes to his aid when he cries out and God saves him. It is not that your journey is going to be perfect. It is not that you have never been deceived before. All of us have been deceived at some point of time. I have been deceived at many points in my life. But it's the word of God that brought me back. And that is why this morning I said, Lord, thank you for the good shepherd. Thank you for the good shepherd who has always brought me back onto the path. And today I can give him all the glory. We can boast about Jesus Christ, not about who we are. But boast in his grace, boast in his mercy, boast in his word, boast what he had done at the cross. Because if you had not come to that way at the end of your journey, you'll be boasting all about yourself. And your boasting will end to roasting. You will roast in fire forever. Many people are ending down that path. And so he says, today is that kind of day you're living in. You can turn on the internet and you can hear hundreds of preachers. Each one of them are preaching a different word. Now which one is good for me? Now which one makes me comfortable? Which one tells me this is easy to follow this path because Jesus died for my sins? I don't want to give up my job. I don't want to stand for Jesus. I do not want to proclaim Jesus. I want to be a quiet Christian. I just want to be a peaceful Christian. I want to be a Christian undercover. You cannot be such a Christian today. You are the one where the light shines or your light does not shine. You can't take your light and put it under a bushel. Because if you have a light, it has to be shining and showing light to the others. Be careful who you listen to. It's very crucial that you find a church that preaches the word of God. Find a place that preaches only the truth and nothing but the truth. Because the truth will set you free. That's what the scripture says. Praise God for this church. I'm not boasting about a pastor. But I'm boasting about the word of God. God bless him because he doesn't compromise. I praise God for those who do not compromise. The ones who do not compromise will be persecuted. They will be looked at with an evil eye. People will think hard about them and they will think evil about them. That is okay. Let the world judge them. But remember, they are doing what Jesus asked them to do. And Jesus said, because they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Do not turn your ears away from the truth. The truth is hard but the truth will set you free. It's very easy to be turned away by a lie. The lie can be buttery, buttery and smooth, but it will take you and lead you off track. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, it goes on to say, I'm not sure where I got the scripture right, where he speaks about fables. But watch thou in all things, is that where it is? Second Timothy chapter 4. Yes, watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. And what he says, be careful of fables, be careful of fictions, false stories that people begin to preach. They will give you different stories. Some people even give you testimonies that are not true. Not all testimonies are true. Some of the testimonies are not a testimony that glorifies Jesus Christ. Some of the testimonies are misleading. Always align it with the scripture. I heard this and I'm going to share this today. It might offend some people here. It might offend some people online. But it doesn't matter. Because if I'm going to agree with you and agree with what I saw, then I am agreeing with a lie. And that lie will lead my soul to perdition itself. There was a woman who was giving a testimony and she said 
there was a possessed lady she was possessed with several demons and they went to cast out this demon she went along with the pastor the pastor and this woman were now casting out demons from a woman and all of the demons had come out except one demon which was very powerful and that demon was very strong and that demon remained inside this woman that demon could have killed this woman and destroyed her and so this woman finally she was able to cast out the demon and then she asked the demon why could you not destroy that woman and the demon replied and said the reason why i could not destroy her is because she was wearing a rosary round her neck and the pastor who was there had nothing to say isn't that deception my friends the only one who can cast out a demon is the lord jesus christ his blood was shed on the cross of calvary they only fear the name of jesus they do not fear anyone else paul had very clearly spoken through the word and he said you, you, you know he said about, he spoke about the sons of skiva they tried to go and cast out demons and the demons came out and said paul we know and jesus we know but who are you who are you today we are living in such deceptive times that glory can be given to beads you think a demons scared of beads absolutely not he himself gave those beads he himself misled the people and he gave beads you can go and search it up you can go and look it up and this is how far the church can go fallen now the pastor is probably agreeing with that woman and saying yes it is the rosary that protected you no rosary can protect you you can pick up this bible and hold it against your chest and stand before a demon it will not protect you you can hold a cross in your hand it will not protect you you can have holy water in your hand it will not do anything for you you have to have the spirit of god dwelling inside you because when the demon sees you he does not see you he sees the spirit of god in you and that is what that is what it means to be born again when the spirit of god is living inside you then you have christ in you the hope of glory if jesus is not in you and you do not have the spirit of christ then you do not belong to him during covid a series came up and many of us got drawn to it it was called the chosen many people began to follow it it seemed very good at the start and we said wow we rather watch something that's christian and watched it i did watch it as well it was recommended to me but there was something in my spirit all the time saying this is not right this is not right something is wrong lord something is wrong let me find out it took a very long time but ultimately we found out that behind that was seducing spirits the man who plays the role of jesus he is he actually belongs uh, to the knights templar that's who he belongs to the freemasons he is a professing freemason and they have a corrupted spiritual understanding that when they portray uh, the chosen which sounds so good and so beautiful there are subtle messages that come along and those subtle messages are the ones are taking people away from the faith they all think that they are following jesus they think that they are following down the pathway but they're not following him if you read the word of god and you go to the word of god the word of god will not lead you astray 
because the word of god is the absolute truth be careful what you listen to be careful who you listen to because it is very crucial down this journey as jesus said you must be careful that a man does not deceive you and so this morning brethren i want to end with this it goes in 1 timothy chapter 4 I'm going to read verse 1 and then we'll go down skipping these verses. The reason why you can go and read them and find out what the scripture is saying. It says, Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. And then he goes on to say in verse 6, Paul is telling Timothy, if you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, you shall be a good minister of the Lord Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and good doctrine. Good doctrine. If there's good doctrine, there's also bad doctrine. You can have bad doctrine. Bad doctrine will lead to the wrong faith. Remember that. These words are very important. We have to go to the word and study the word. And when he said the word remembrance, this is what the word remembrance is. In Greek. Now I understand how important Greek is. Greek was all Greek and Latin to me at the start. It is still Greek and Latin to me until I go to the word and look up the word. And the Lord has been teaching me how precious is his word. Every word he spoke is so precious. Do not neglect it. Do not think, take it lightly because it is very important. It's a very difficult word for me to pronounce. The word remembrance is hupatitame. Hupatitame. Which means laying a foundation under. We think it's just remembrance, but it's laying a foundation under. And what did he say? If you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shall be a good minister of Jesus Christ. It actually should be, you will be a good minister like Jesus Christ. Jesus ministered to his disciples. And what did he do? He came and he gave his life. He laid down his life. And because he laid down his life for them, he was always... The only one who could save them. And he is the only answer to them. And this is why we know Peter said, Who else can I go to, Lord? For you alone have the words of eternal life. And remember the life of Peter. It was up and down. It was always in places he'd fall and get up and fall and get up. But he always came back to Jesus. Because he knew Jesus had the words of eternal life. Now Paul is telling Timothy, be a good minister like Jesus Christ. So if there's a good minister like Jesus Christ, he will tell you the truth. He will not hide the truth from you. He will tell you up to your face and say, Brother and sister, this is wrong. This is sin. And this sin will destroy your soul. And you can get offended with him how much you want. But because he loves you, he will tell you that. If he doesn't love you and he doesn't care for your soul, he will say, please enjoy your life. Do as you please. Because Jesus paid it all. 
you have grace today for by grace you have been saved and we can use that grace as a license to continue in your sin but you cannot continue in your sin he says be a good minister like jesus christ you come under the brethren so every time the the sheep go off track when you go down your path when you're outside and you are misled and something has happened there where you got wrong teaching it's it's is brought something into your heart into your mind that you are now in distress you find your relationship with the lord gone like like adam no longer had that relationship with god it was lost we can be in that kind of state several times but you can cry out to the lord and the word of god says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves number 1 and repent that's turn and seek my face and pray then the lord will hear from heaven and he will forgive your sin you cannot receive forgiveness of sins without humbling yourself without turning from your wicked ways without praying and without seeking his face you cannot take sin that casually that's why when you come into the house of god and you hear the word of god preach being preached paul admonishes timothy and he says do this and you will be a good minister like jesus christ and jesus looks at those kind of ministers and he loves them because they are doing what he asked them to do and jesus walks in the midst of the church in the book of revelation and he looks at his church and he sees the works and he sees all the different wonderful things that they are doing but he says you have missed one thing and you've lost your first love you you lost your love for me when you love jesus nothing else counts in your life you'll take up your cross and you'll follow him when you follow the lord jesus christ and this is what paul is saying now we know what the scripture says and what jesus said in matthew 24 if you're looking for all the other signs it is happening around this world but look out for the sign of deception look out for that place are you in that place in your journey if you are in that place in your journey you can come back to jesus jesus has his arms wide open jesus is standing outside your door and he is knocking and he wants to come in and he does want to sup with you but are you willing to turn and leave the world behind you the cross before me the world behind me no turning back no turning back may the lord bless you this morning